The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. With life, family, health, and finance pulling us in every direction, we lose connection to the real self and the intuitive voice that guides us forward. We leave our dreams behind and wonder why we're not living a better life. Welcome to the show that will put you back on the path that you need to be on. Welcome to Living the Best You with Janice Darrow. Through the guidance from Janice and her guests, our intention is that you'll be inspired and have greater clarity to live a more harmonious life. Now, here is Janice Darrow. Hi, my name is Janice, and I'm your host for Living the Best You, live internet radio at voiceamericaempowerment.com. So today we're going to start out with a reflective exercise. And so if you're in a place where you can have your eyes closed, uh, just close your eyes. If not, just follow us along. So take a deep breath. With that deep breath, just feel it go deeply into your body and feel your body. And with the exhale, just release all the stress from today. I'd like you to remember a situation or activity, the last one, maybe yesterday or today or a long time ago, where you really were enjoying what you were doing. It was really making you feel harmonious and really connected, and you just really were enjoying it. So just really feel that. And feel the gratitude and appreciation for that moment or moments of the activity that you were really enjoying. And breathe deeply into that again. And feel it's like a seed, a plant. And with the gratitude, you're bursting it like a beautiful plant coming alive inside of you. This passion, this interest, this excitement for an activity and just feel it. And with one last deep breath, just feel and know that this excitement, passion is alive in you and can continually be cultivated every day and integrated into your life. And come on back and welcome to the show. So today we're going to talk about um, a major ingredient to success. And uh, this, this uh, reflective exercise actually ties a little bit into that. Uh, so first we have to talk about what success is. And uh, according to our Fred Webster, <laughs> success is the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose. And so if we look at all of our lives, we, we could say we've had success and uh, in one way or another. And it's not just, oftentimes success is usually identified with financial success or business success or career success. But I'm using the word success as uh, success for your personal goals, for, for something that's important to you. And um, for me, I feel like my success has been more from an internal standpoint 
in that a long time ago I had a really troubled life and I really worked towards continually cultivating a healthier me and continued to do so. And so that's where success works for me is my well-being. But Angela uh, Duckworth uh, decided to study what made more people successful than others. And uh, she, she went through education, looked at who was more academically successful. She went through business, found out who d- different s- studies and tests. And interesting enough, what she found was that it's not talent, it's not skill or IQ or charisma that made people successful. It really is what she calls grit. And she actually got that name from um, True Grit, John Wayne movie. And if you remember about the movie, uh, the, the female, the girl in it, was trying to find, uh, she was passionate about trying to find uh, some retribution for a person who killed her father. Um, so grit, and uh, Angela Duckworth's definition, is having perseverance and passion for long-term goals. And so once she found this out, all the schools or a lot of different schools were were saying, wow, okay, let's teach our kids grit. Let's get in there and and work on helping all the kids in the school get grit. And that way we could really put out a lot of motivated, successful people. And uh, what they found is that they couldn't really teach grit. They didn't know how to teach grit. And the reason they didn't know how to teach grit is because grit is... With the important word is passion, and passion is an emotion. It's an internal motivator. When someone is passionate about achieving something, that's inside, that can't be taught. And that's the exercise that we did, is really connecting you to what you're passionate about. What is your intrinsic motivator? What excites you? And what they found is when people are really motivated from an intrinsic motivator, internal, that no matter how hard things get, how tough things get with whether it's academic or whether it's a goal or a business, if the business is having one struggle after another or school or even learning learning something, that if somebody is internally motivated – then they are more willing to uh, really struggle and deal with some of the difficulties because they are passionate about the outcome. They want to they wanna fulfill their dream. But what happens when somebody's externally motivated, which is oftentimes what the education system does, it, it says, uh, okay, if you do well with your schoolwork, then you'll get a good grade or you'll pass or good GPA. Um, or, or recognition, or even in the business world, will promote you if you do well, oftentimes demote if you don't. So it's very extrinsically motivated. It's very reward-punishment motivated, which they have uh, found to have the opposite effect, that actually they find that uh, it creates a narrow focus, which then, um, sadly, it, it has the opposite effect of not being successful, the person who's motivated by rewards and punishment. So as I was thinking about uh, this in my life and the people I know, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy to say that I know a lot of people in my life that um, do have intrinsic motivation and really uh, have grit 
And I was thinking, well, who is the most gritty person that I know in my life? Um, and uh, I, I came up with uh, realizing that my husband, Roger Darrow, is probably gritty is a fun word to say. It's probably the most gritty guy I know. <laughs> so Roger is um, he's a creative thinker. I mean, he just, I mean, he, he, when he was a young, young man, he, uh, I think he, even a teenager, he decided to make a 3D chess game. And I don't think I've ever seen a 3D chess game, but we have one in our house. There's a 3D chess game. And I don't know how to play a 3D chess game, but it's unbelievable to look at. Um, and he's an entrepreneur. And in 1975, Roger started a uh, small natural food store. Uh, and that he grew into a chain of natural supermarkets. And during that time, he also started a whitewater rafting business. And since then, he has uh, sold them both. Uh, he's also been awarded Ernst and Young Entrepreneur of the Year in 2005. He's a co-owner with Randy Talley of Green Sage Cafes. And currently, they are working on opening the third one in Asheville, North Carolina. Green Sage Cafes has received a lot of, uh, has received recognition through the Sierra Club and Green Restaurant Association, four-star certification, and is really uh, making a difference with food in the community. He is the executive producer of two different films, Being the Diablo and The Inner Way, and we want to thank The Inner Way for sponsoring this show. Uh, Roger is an avid outdoor enthusiast who loves road and mountain biking, scuba, snow skiing, and hiking. And Roger lives in Asheville, North Carolina with me, his wife, two dogs, cat, and our 210-gallon saltwater aquarium. And I really must add to this is that he has been a huge support for me with the show. And so we welcome Roger Darrow to the show. Welcome, Roger. Hello. Thank you, Janice. <laughs> Great to so, be here. <laughs> um, so, so it's 1975. You're 24 years old. You drop out of college. Uh, natural foods is not a household word because uh, you're in a small, yeah, small town, and um, and your family really has never really heard of a natural food store. And you've decided to to start one. How? What inspired you to start one? Oh, I, I, like you said, I had no background in natural foods. And I just, um, just before I started this store, I was living out west, and I, I got into natural foods after finishing an uh, outdoor leadership course where I was in the, in the woods for five weeks, and we never ate any meat the whole time I was in there, and I came out healthier than I'd ever been, and so it opened me up to a, a whole new life that brought me uh, eventually into natural foods, and then I decided that, hey, Asheville could use one of these, and I came home and, and started it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and how, how much did you start it with? What were your financial resources at that time after having dropped out of college and been off into the wilderness for a while? Well, I was, I was in my early 20s and had uh, saved up a small amount of money from odd jobs and stuff after dropping out of college and, and helped my 
remodeled my parents' basement and got a, a little bit from that, and that's what I used to. And then um, a small loan that my father co-signed for, and so with a very little bit of money and a lot of grit, I guess, and <laughs> hard work, I, I did open the store um, in uh, November 1975. Mm-hmm. I think I remember hearing it was $10,000 you started it with. Yes. I would yeah. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Best guess. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Then I had a lot of strikes against me. I was um, had no business experience, and I was um, young and. Uh, the natural food movement was not very well, was not very well, ex- anything like, I mean, it's hard to imagine now how little known natural foods was at that time. And um, it was, um, but what fueled me was I, the the drive to, Open this store was one of uh, I I didn't I, I felt like I was on uh, it was on on purpose I, it was something that I was called to do and it I guess you know in some ways it, it, there was there wasn't a lot of me in it like ego it was just I, it was uh, a serving mm-hmm. and um, I was doing it um, really without. Um, much future thought. I mean, it ended up growing into a um, $100 million a year business, and I um, never never really had that vision um, until, you know, of course, later. Mm-hmm. But um, I just knew that was what I uh, was called to do. Wow. Well, let's uh, so go back to the beginning. So you start out, you don't have a lot of experience. You just have an idea. You're passionate about it. You start the store. Um, what did that look like? Did you, you didn't have a lot of money. Did you just open Oh, that's a sp- a fun. That's fun. The, um, okay. I, when people ask me about the, the early days, what, uh, my, standard, my standard spiel is that uh, there were there, there, um, three different types of stores. The first store was the hippie operation, and that was in a little space that had uh, only had on-street parking and was, um, I totally uh, renovated the space. I, I, I bought the rights to this house that was being torn down and got all the scrap wood out of it and uh, used that wood to build shelves and to decorate the building and... Uh, it was, um, you know, um, funky, funky by all <laughs> by all accounts. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. And um, and so customers came in and and what did they? I mean, did, so they obviously supported what you were doing and and uh, didn't care about well, how it looked or how did that work? Well, that's just yeah. It it, it um, I did have customers, yes, but very few. I mean, I remember. Going home at night, and I could re- I could go back and recall everyone that came in the store. Um, so at first, yeah, there were customers, but not a lot. And uh, but it did. I guess you know what kept me 
the the one thing that kept me in business is that I was always growing. So whether I was making any money or not, at least I was moving in the right direction. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if you... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like where you talk about, um, where, when we've talked about this, how you've talked about the customers would come in and ask you for different products, and uh, then what, what, what did you do with that? Well, going back to that I had no business experience, I also really had uh, a pretty basic idea of what to supply what to stock the store with and that kind of thing and and my customers ended up being the biggest contributors to my knowledge base i the customers were always educating me and they were letting me know what what they wanted to see on the shelves and and i i think that um that was one of the one of the things that that was an ingredient into my success was I was always uh, I was always reticent to help the customer to to do um, what the customer was requesting. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean that's what it sounds like. It sounds like you were just really open. And oftentimes people, when they're starting businesses, a lot of my clients want to have everything perfect, the right amount of money, the right look, the right the right mm-hmm. knowledge, know mm-hmm. everything. But mm-hmm. it sounds like you just kind of went with your passion yep. and and opened it up, you know, and said, here I am. I'm, I'm willing to grow and tell me how to do this better. <laughs> Yeah. So that's wonderful. Um, so so I, I'm sure one of the things about grit, and uh, we're going to have a, sh- a break in a, in a minute, but I want to just bring out this question for, for you to think about um, and then come back to answer it. But one of the things about grit that they talk about is really perseverance through rough times. Just, you know, because it sounds like going from what you did to uh, what you sold it at at a chain of 13 stores, there was a lot of probably a couple low points that maybe caused you to th- rethink about what you were doing. And, um, and, and obviously you stuck with it because you uh, created a very successful chain of supermarket, natural food supermarket. So when we come back for break, uh, I'd love for you to answer maybe a couple low points that you had that you remember that and how you worked with that in your thinking. So we're going to take a break right now, and we're talking to Roger Darrow. And when we come back, a few more questions. If you have a question, uh, feel free to call 888-346-9141. And we'll talk with you on the other side. Thank you. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You deserve to live the life you are meant to live. Your struggles can become the pathway to gratitude and the joy of living. The true voice of your inner you is longing to be heard by you again. Gain greater tools and awareness. The adventure is just beginning. Janice Darrow invites you to visit www.JaniceDarrow.com to learn more about the exciting work she's doing as an intuitive empowerment guide, vision board facilitator, workshop leader, and inspirational speaker. Your path begins with a single step. That's JaniceDarrow.com. J-A-N-E-S-E-D-E-R-R-O-U-G-H.com. Do you think about losing weight and living a healthier life? Are you ready to make a change but don't know where to start? 
then you need to know about The Inner Way, a life-transforming inspirational DVD that will teach you how to change your thinking and change your life. Using the Law of Attraction, The Inner Way will explain why we become what we think about most and show you how to start attracting the things you truly want in life. The Inner Way is an exercise plan for your mind. Experts like Bob Proctor and Gay Hendricks will guide you through an abundant variety of tools to help you remap your thinking and start focusing on living the life you were meant to live. If weight loss and health always seem to be on your to-do list, you can get started today by visiting TheInnerWay.com. That's www.TheInnerWeigh.com. Watch the trailer, read the reviews, and discover why people are calling The Inner Way a film that everyone should watch. It's time to take that step toward the you that you were meant to be. It's time to experience The Inner Way. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. tuned in to Living the Best You with your host, Janice Darrow. To reach our show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to JaniceLD at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to Living the Best You. Hi, my name is Janice, and uh, you're listening to Living the Best You Live Internet Radio and VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. And we are talking with our guest, Roger Darrow, um, who is talking about the ingredient to success, which is grit. Uh, we were talking before the break about uh, low points and, and what happens when we, uh, when we have a long-term goal that oftentimes things happen that try to sway us. And what they found in the research is that um, the difference between the people who succeeded and didn't succeed are people who could really work more and regulate their emotions because discouragement, frustration, grief, um, despair often uh, interrupt the goal of success. And uh, they, what they came up with is there's two ways to regulate emotions. And one is cognitive reappraisal. And what that means is reframing a situation um, that caused the negative situation. So in other words, if, if um, it's raining and you had plans to do something outside, instead of being depressed about it, it's going, well, the rain is, is uh, it's good that it's raining because it's watering the trees. It hasn't rained. So that's, that's cognitive reappraisal, seeing something that might set you back as a positive or as, as reframing it. And the other is suppression, and that's pushing feelings away. And what they find is people who do more cognitive reappraisal uh, really have more positive attitude, more higher, better social skills, and more harmony in their life. And people who suppress become more isolated. So, Roger, we were talking about, before the break, about some low points that you had. And the reason I brought all this other, other stuff in is to talk about really how these low points um, really, what way did you manage your emotions with them? So if you want to share with us a low, a low, um, couple low stories, low period stories with um, the building of your business, we'd love to, love to hear that. Well, um, 
my low point, well, one of my low points was, unfortunately, I think what uh, a lot of small businesses experience is that uh, I had a em- employee, uh, a bookkeeper, that I had um, no, you know, I just, you know, it like never occurred to me that there would be any kind of embezzling or any embezzlement going on. And, and I was blind to the, it was going on, and I was blind to it, and um, I um, only discovered it because I, I found out that bills that uh, would normally have been paid had not been paid. And, and then to my uh, terror, I found um, thousands and thousands of dollars of um Unpaid bills that uh, had would normally have been paid by then, and and uh, no cash to to cover them. Um, I, um, I I actually don't remember. I mean, I certainly didn't uh, press charges or anything like that. But um, I, I I blanked out on any you know, actual encounter with with the bookkeeper, but. Um, then I just started clawing my way out um, from that, and uh, I guess I um, it was it was a day to day thing, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, well, so, I did so claw out of it, and um, I guess what got me through it was just not thinking of not letting um, the possibility t- t- uh, ruin me. Just I, I just said, well, it'll be what it'll be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, so I, I mean, when you say you clawed your way out of it, I mean, was that, did you just um, push down the feelings and say, okay, we're going to climb this mountain? Or did you change your perspective of, of how to do things? What happened at that period? Because that's usually a point where a lot of people give up and say, that's it, I'm closing doors. Uh, what, what made the difference for you to keep going with that? Well, in a lot of ways, it was it was just that well, I could I could open the doors today, so I'll open the doors today, and I'll do business, and and then um, God willing, I'll be able to open the doors tomorrow. It was just a day by day thing, really mm-hmm. not not getting caught in any kind of future drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? Um so what was your relationship with money? Because it sounds like starting a business with $10,000 and then having having um, somebody embezzle a lot of money. Uh, I, I, there's a story that you shared with me that I, I felt was really uh, wonderful that if you'd like to share with all of us, that would be great to hear you talk about with the workshop that you took. Yeah. Well, I took a, a workshop as I took many workshops. I've always been um, participating in personal development training and that kind of thing and just part of my being I guess and uh, I took a weekend workshop that was about money consciousness and um, kind of just diving into how we you know how we have money in, in our in our minds and, and process it and and I just started looking at it in a whole different way, and it was a really good timing because I, you know, I was basically living off a certain um, salary, and um, you know, was just uh, making enough to get by, 
and uh, and then I um, the life situations I had um, child support and um, that I was going to be paying for for uh, eighteen years and uh, I um, it was a it was a um, you know I was looking at a wall of additional money that I was needing to start coming up with on a regular basis and and I just took a breath and simply said to myself fine um I'll just make more money um so then I did and I never had any problem yeah and that's what that's why I wanted to talk about before we talked about this cognitive reappraisal because that's that's a, a wonderful example of cognitive reappraisal because here you needed to to give more money or to spend more money and instead of going, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Life is awful. You decided that, okay, I'll just figure out a way to make more money and that way I could live the life I'm living and still support my daughter. Yes. So, yay. <laughs> so, um and uh, I, I want to bring up uh, with the listeners, if you have a question for Roger or for me uh, about any of what we're talking about, feel free to call 888-346-9141, or even if you want to share a story, because one of the things that I find walking around town, Roger's uh, quite an icon, uh, walking around town is I, we get a lot of approaches about people talking about those good old days. So. It, it sounds like not only did you start a natural food store, Roger, but you really opened up a sense of community. And um, so would, would you say that was part of the passion, part of the uh, what kept you going was that sense of community? Well, community was, was definitely a factor. I, um, I remember um, one of my employees, moved here from New Jersey and uh, he had um he had was uh, in this community where they had a um a full moon feast every every full moon and uh, so we put up a a little um bulletin a poster of that and uh, with re- you know requesting people to volunteer their uh home for the next one coming up, and and we did this for years, and there was always somebody that volunteered, and there was always a great group of people that showed up, and um, and I, I think probably uh, um, a lot of friendships and romances and marriages came came out of those full moon feasts, mm, and a lot more customers too, probably in a real practical, probably, yeah. yeah, way. It's um, and I do know that that um, that Earth Fair. Which is what it's become now is um, is is been generous throughout the years uh, to the community and that you have uh, given a lot with it. So how did you go from being a hippie operation, which is what you 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 call it, as the first one, to the next step? Well, of course, there are a lot of factors in that. You know, one was was factors that I you know I had control over. Um, and then a, a lot of them were factors that the that were um, you know bigger than bigger than myself, such as the natural food movement. The natural food movement was um, had you know eventually started growing in leaps and then in growing in leaps and bounds. 
And when I say growing, it was not just in numbers, but also when when I opened my store, there was hardly um, the, the the products that were available at the, at the back in the mid seventies was very limited, and the products were kind of um, um, lacking in um, everything from taste to uh, exciting packaging. But by the by the nineties, uh, or I mean the eighties, mid eighties, and um, up into the nineties, the whole industry was growing, and uh, the amount of products that were available and things that people would want just uh, mushroomed. And uh, but for my for myself, I think um, I just. Um, Kept, just kept at it. I kept plowing in the profits of the company into um, into the company, building um, building it in whatever way I could, and people responded, and I got more and more customers, and then I moved, I relocated the business to what I call the, the mom and pop location, and it was, you know, of course, much larger and better parking and um, more products and. Sh- um, and um, just responding to the demands that um, people uh, of the, our customers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it moved. Um, how many years later into the supermarket? Yeah, I was in the mom and pop location for fourteen years. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I used to um, I used to have fun with uh, numbers for your listeners that like numbers. I would uh, I would think, wow, I've been I've been doing this because I mean I did it for a long time. I had to, <laughs> I've been doing this for a quarter of my life, and then it's like, wow, I've been doing this for half my life. <laughs> I had these little milestones. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and uh, now you're still into the uh, working with food uh, from a different element, and um, so that's wonderful. How um, you you have. When I met you, you were in retirement. How you brought back, got back into the natural foods, working with foods. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm blessed to be a part of a, a wonderful organization that's uh, opening. Uh, well, one way to describe it would be a natural food restaurant um, that a rest, uh, restaurants that um, we have here in Asheville and. Um, getting ready to open the third one, and we're um, we're having a blast. <laughs> well, which is a point that I want to talk about because um, you know it sounds like for the beginning years you worked really hard, and there was a lot. I, I remember you talking about how you built the shelves and you did all that. I mean, what did you do to 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 balance any of that out? I mean, did you just work constantly, nonstop? How did you do the white water raft? business along with the store at the same time how did you what was your balance how did you find balance well I, I think one way I, I found balance was that I um, well you know all work and no play makes Jack uh, boring or something <laughs> dull I think it is yeah um, but you know the outdoors and personal personal growth um, you know I think I remember uh, reading be here now when it um, when it first came out, and 
you know, so I was always um, it um, was always working. Was always interested in human de- human potential, and I um, you know attended workshops and the different modalities of of healing and um, and personal growth. And then the and of course the outdoors, which you know led me to um, a partnership with a, a gentleman in a whitewater rafting company that. I operated for about we operated for about four years. Wall, I, I the, had the the health food store, which of course at that time was in and was pretty small, and so I, I, I it wasn't clear which business was the one to continue with for the long run. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, yeah, it sounds like you were letting your passion. From both with both directions, really the environment, because uh, that's where you were sharing how you started uh, the natural foods, and for the environment with rafting. Sounds like they right. both were, yeah. Well, we're we're going to be uh, taking a break. We welcome uh, very much questions or sharing after the break. So call eight 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 three four six nine one four one. We're talking about grit and success. And our guest is Roger Darrow. So see you after the break. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You deserve to live the life you are meant to live. Your struggles can become the pathway to gratitude and the joy of living. The true voice of your inner you is longing to be heard by you again. Gain greater tools and awareness. The adventure is just beginning. Janice Darrow invites you to visit www.JaniceDarrow.com to learn more about the exciting work she's doing as an intuitive empowerment guide, vision board facilitator, workshop leader, and inspirational speaker. Your path begins with a single step. That's JaniceDarrow.com, J-A-N-E-S-E-D-E-R-R-O-U-G-H.com. Do you think about losing weight and living a healthier life? Are you ready to make a change but don't know where to start? Then you need to know about The Inner Way, a life-transforming inspirational DVD that will teach you how to change your thinking and change your life. Using the law of attraction, The Inner Way will explain why we become what we think about most and show you how to start attracting the things you truly want in life. The Inner Way is an exercise plan for your mind. Experts like Bob Proctor and Gay Hendricks will guide you through an abundant variety of tools to help you remap your thinking and start focusing on living the life you were meant to live. If weight loss and health always seem to be on your to-do list, you can get started today by visiting TheInnerWay.com. That's www.TheInnerWeigh.com. Watch the trailer, read the reviews, and discover why people are calling The Inner Way a film that everyone should watch. It's time to take that step toward the you that you were meant to be. It's time to experience The Inner Way. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You 
are tuned in to Living the Best You with your host, Janice Darrow. To reach our show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to JaniceLD at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to Living the Best You. Hi, this is Janice, and... um I am talking with Roger Darrow. We're talking about grit and success and uh, how grit is an important ingredient for success. And uh, so one of the things that, um, that Roger, that you've been involved with is uh, film, a couple films, including uh, one of them uh, of The Inner Way. Would you uh, take a, just speak a little bit about The Inner Way and what that's about? Yeah. Well, of course, The Inner Way is... Uh one of the sponsors of your show, and we're um, you know excited to be a part of of Voice America and your show. The, um, the inner way, which um, the 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 way in inner way is W I G H, um, and that is. Um, we have um, you know, dropped the T on weight. So symbolically, that's which the inner way is about dropping weight um, in in one in one respect. Um, the inner way is it's a life transforming film that uh, utilizes the principles of the law of attraction to help people to turn around how they are with with food and with their health and diet. It, it's not a, a way. It's not, we don't talk about, in the film, we don't talk about uh, you need to do this or you need to do that. It's more about um, someone becoming alive in themselves so that they just naturally uh, do, uh, are, are more healthier. They're mm-hmm. naturally um Eat less, or they eat healthier, and or they exercise more. And what are you know whether you call it exercise or they just end up moving more by maybe walking or something mm-hmm. simple. Yeah, and like you know. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, uh, we do have a caller, but I did want to just say one thing exciting about the inner way is as we're talking about grit, and you're talking about how it really is about a, a way of life, about being more in your own life with your own rhythm. That is exactly what we're talking about with grit. So I was just, I saw, I saw the key together there of, of those points. Um, but can we, we'll come back to the inner way. I'd like to get this caller in with a question. Is that all right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So we have um, Diane. Uh, hello, Diane. Hi there. Um, I was wanting to ask Roger a little bit about uh, grit. And, um, you know, I know that persistence is a part of being successful, but I'd like to know what kind of things he looks for to give himself clues that it, he should keep striving or maybe it's time to let go and move on to something else. So I was just wondering what type of properties or, or signs or feelings or evidence that he might use to make those decisions. Wow, that's an excellent question, Diane. Thank you. Yes. Well, thanks. Thank you for that question. Well, 
I, you know, I'm, uh, I think in some ways it's, it's unfortunate. I am a, a little bit, um, a, a little bit on the naive side and I, uh, I, I, I tend to kind of, um, wade in where to things that maybe if I had thought better about it, I might not have waded in and, um, and then I have to, go through the growth process of, of dealing with that. Um, so I'm probably, probably not the most judicial person in terms of making decisions, but I, you know, I'm, I find, I, I've found, you know, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a trusting person and I, of course, you can't trust all the people all the time and um but in some ways i guess i'd rather be a trusting person and deal with the re- the, the repercussions of that than to be uh, a non-trusting person so. well i i'd like to answer that from uh knowing roger uh diana i i have watched roger in an interesting way use his intuition without realizing it he'll sit with a business decision uh, for a day or, or so and just kind of feel things out and we'll come up with um, either a, a sense to go forward or a sense uh, not to. And it's been really interesting because I've watched him again and again and, and uh, I think he just does that without even realizing that that's how he comes up with his decisions. That makes sense. So you're just saying uh, maybe a period of contemplation, just uh, mm-hmm. sitting with it as a is a good way to discern whether to keep going or to let go. Yeah, to be more mindful, to sit with it or to feel it or, or what I would call wearing it. And when you're wearing, when you're wearing it, it's like, how, how does that feel? Does that feel to move forward or does it feel like it, it doesn't want to be there? And I find that, that wearing, uh, and I call it wearing because you're putting on a situation in yourself and, and how does that work in, inside of you? Um, so I, I throw that question back to you. How, what do you do to really uh, to make decisions around your life with that? What do you find is the best method? Well, I, I tend to try to think of every scenario, which is mm-hmm. not always possible. But um, I think that for me, at least, one of the positive things about me is that I am persistent, but one of the negative things is that I am persistent. So <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. I need to not be persistent and let go. Um, and so I tend to err on the side of being um, more tenacious than and before I finally let go. So. Uh-huh. Well, but tenacious and grit, tenacious is a big part of grit. So they're finding that tenaciousness you're talking about and that Roger has is actually what is helpful to grit. So it makes you gritty. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you both. Well, thanks, Diane, for your question. And have a great day. Thanks, Diane. Bye. So back to the inner way. Uh, Do you want to speak more about the question with Diane? Roger? No. No. Uh, No. That's okay. Yeah. Well, we were talking about the inner way and, um, and you were talking about really how it works with uh, lo- the law of attraction or way of life. And I was talking about 
tying that into grit. And one of the things that I really love about the inner way and in watching it is um, how brilliantly it's done by weaving experts' advice along with the storyline, along with some real guidance. It, 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 to me, the way it's creatively done is um, a lot of wonderful experts are in there, and it feels like it has a lot of, even though it's not a how-to, this is how to do it, it's inspiring and really helps, I think, people cultivate a greater grit around how they want to be with food or how they want to be with their bodies or life. I, I think it's a wonderful film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we've got some marvelous people people in there. Um, Bob Proctor, we, we just uh, love what uh, some of the things that he shares that uh, is just incredibly inspiring. And Gay Hendricks, some uh, names that uh, your listeners might be familiar with. Yes. Yeah, so if you get a chance to uh, to look at the inner way, you could download it, and uh, we'd we'd uh, you, you might find it. Well, you will find it quite beneficial. Um, so some points that I wanted to talk about is is really from listening to Roger. It sounds like you really. Your relationship with struggle, which is what they were talking about with the researchers, is that they found that that gritty people weren't afraid of weren't afraid of failure, weren't afraid of something not being perfect. That were really okay with just learning and seeing difficulties and challenges as learning experiences. And um, it, from what you're sounding like, from starting from you know barrels. To a supermarket, it sounds like there was a lot of openness and willingness to to learn. What would be your great wisdom that you would share with with us about um, about that? About what you would recommend if somebody were starting a business today? How could they best do that? Because I find a lot of times clients, people I talk with, want to have it as this perfect beginning. And uh, so, what's your great wisdom? Well. One one thing that comes to mind is that um, you know I started my business in 1975 and I, and I um, you know I had modest you know had good success but I, um, I I I gotta say I am just amazed at the kind of success that some of these kids have had um, in modern times and um, it just um, pales the kind of success that that, that I had, and and how they um, how they were able to accomplish uh, so fast, so young, what, what they've accomplished. You know, everything from you know Facebook to um, you know a lot of these electronic things, or Zappos and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me. Um, the dealing with the challenges was just always, um, you know, getting up, getting mm-hmm. up every day, and and you know, and I know that every every day was worth getting up, no matter no matter what. Yeah. Well, and you think about Bill Gates started with having uh, in the garage. So I would 
I would say from what I've seen really is the just getting up, just showing up, following your dream and cultivating the grit. What we talked about um, in the visualization or in the reflective exercise was really getting in touch with your passion, everybody's passion, your own personal passion and joy and how to cultivate that and how to include that in your life. Um, so that's that's what I um, would really suggest for the listeners is to really look at what brings you joy or interest and cultivate that. And we have a couple minutes. So, Roger, would you like to, uh, to end with a quote? And then after that, I'll share with uh, for next week's show. So would you like to end with your quotes? Well, actually, I've got a couple quotes that, um, you know, it's one of these things where I just uh, ran across years ago and um, wrote it down and have never never really, um, I've always just gone back and uh, found solstice in these. And uh, first one is Ralph Waldo Emerson. What lies behind us and what lies before us is a little matter compared to what lies within us. And, um, you know, that's, that's almost like a, a, a rude awakening to, not a rude awakening, a wonderful awakening to the reality of life. And whatever you can do, dream it and begin it is another one. Wow, those are beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you, Roger, for being on the show and sharing your story and your gritty, your gritty self. Yeah. So, ne- <laughs> so next week, uh, the show is uh, Take the Leap and Make It Happen. It uh, is perfect right after the show on grit. We are going to have guest Jennifer Wilkov, uh, who has an amazing story to share. And um, she is uh, known as the Make It Happen Girl. And she um, will be on next week with her story. So thank you for joining us this week. And um, we appreciate you and have a very delight-filled day. Thank you. We appreciate you joining us for this week's edition of Living the Best You with Janice Darrow. Please tune in again next Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, get ready to have the best time of your life.